Welcome to our podcast, Faith and Reiki. I'm Michelle. And I'm Heather. Our intent is to bring the Reiki practice to the mainstream community and show the harmony between Reiki and our Christian faith. While we call ourselves Christians, we are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Therefore, our views do not represent the full scope of all Christian denominations nor do we officially represent the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Hi guys, hello everybody. We are so happy to be back again with another great episode for you guys. Just how we said last time, we are going to talk today about uh, what is Reiki. And before we jump in, we would like to give a very special thank you to everybody that came and supported us um, during our podcast launch. It was it was so fun. It was really great. It was amazing. Thank you, everyone. It was very fun. We're so excited to keep recording for you. <laughs> yeah, I think we are so, so blessed to be able to be in a com- community that supports us so much and is so accepting and so loving um, in our our endeavors. So I really appreciate that. I also appreciate a lot um, the uh, individual messages that we received from those that are not local but still wanted to support and show their excitement for um, for this podcast. So thank you so much. We appreciate this and we honestly this is for you guys it's all for you and we we do this for you guys so we're we're so glad um so we had said that we were going to talk about reiki right what is reiki that was sounded like the very first talk uh topic that we wanted to have for our next podcast remember heather when we were talking about it and yeah. we were ready we had a whole outline <laughs> that of Things we wanted to mention, talk about, um, and again, we're so blessed with so many supporting people around us. We have received so much feedback and information of what people really want to hear about. You know what people are interested in hearing, not just the students that we've had, recipients that we have, family members, people that have absolutely no idea what Reiki is. Yeah, we have listeners of a lot of backgrounds. Mm -hmm. And one thing I realized when I started doing Reiki was that I was going to spend just as much time educating people on what Reiki actually is as I am practicing Reiki. Mm -hmm. So the questions that we got back from people was that we needed to take a step back and just take a moment and explain it in a little more detail what Reiki actually is. Yeah, yeah, because as, you know, Reiki masters and we've done so many sessions, we've taught so many classes, you know, our perspective is, I think, a little bit more than what the regular person can understand. Mm -hmm. So we really appreciate your feedback. We want to hear them again. We want to keep them coming. We, um, this is exactly what we're here for. And so because of that, we decided to make um, this a (laughs) two-part podcast question. (laughs) So the question that we are going to answer is, what is Reiki? And we are going to go specifically into the questions that we received. So we do, that's exactly what we're going to answer today. 
is all of those questions that we heard um, that we received from people as far as how they wanted to understand Reiki. And then in the next part, we will be sharing more of our personal and individual experience of what Reiki is and how it fits into our everyday lives. Um, so to go ahead and um, start that, why don't you go ahead and just let us know. Tell us, Heather, okay, what so, is Reiki? Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, in order to answer what actually is Reiki, I'm going to do it in kind of two parts. So I'm going to explain what Reiki is as a therapy and then also what is Reiki in terms of like physics, um, what it actually physically is. <laughs> um, okay, so Reiki as a therapy, um, how I explain it is it is a relaxing um, stress reduction technique. It is a holistic practice, so it is used for not just emotional things, it's used for physical, spiritual, and mental purposes. Um, so it's all around beneficial for you. It's a Japanese therapy and it has evolved a little bit over time as it has been passed on. Um, and Michelle will give you a little history of where it started. But traditionally, um, the roots of it are always to help bring people that relaxation and that stress reduction. Um, so it, you would go and you would seek out a Reiki practitioner just like you would when you're looking for any kind of therapist um, that can help you with what it is that you're going through in your life at the time. Um, and then to explain what Reiki is physically. So Reiki is a Japanese word and Rei means light and Ki is energy. Just like you hear the word Chi in Chinese as energy, Ki in Japanese is energy. And so it is a light energy and it is a high frequency energy. So it's not in the visible spectrum of light. And it's also attributed to, um, you might have heard universal energy. Um, and that just means that energy that's available, accessible to everyone. So everyone has access to Reiki, to this light energy. And its source, we attribute it to the source of everything. So if you're religious as we are, we attribute Reiki to um, our God as the source of this energy. And so in Reiki, we are using his energy, his light, um, to help send it to a person, just like you would if you were saying a prayer for someone. You're sending them intentions. You're sending good energy their way. Um, in a Reiki session, the practitioner holds space for that person and um, allows that energy to surround the person for their for their benefit. Um, 
Okay, so now that I've answered what actually is Reiki in a quick nutshell, we're going to have Michelle explain where did it originally start and how and why. That was beautifully said. Thank you. I love that. Um, you know, and you might hear different explanations about what Reiki is, and that is because um, it's, we talked about this in our last podcast, it's very individual to every person and so um yeah so thank you so let's talk a little bit about um the history of reiki the history of reiki it um this i do want to clarify it and just go ahead and say that we do have different styles uh of reiki there are actually different styles of reiki the one that Heather and I practice is called Reiki Usui Ryoho. Um, and this type of Reiki started with a gentleman um, whose um, last name is Usui. <laughs> and that's where the name uh, comes from. From what we know, um, you know, there's a lot of history, and as I was learning about uh, Reiki and I was taking my classes with Heather, I am a, a researcher, so I also wanted to find other resources in other places where I could find more information about what I was learning to, in order to complement my education. And here are a few of the things that I learned, you know, that also have to do with the history itself. So um, it's important to understand that before Reiki started, there were already other modalities of energy healing that were being practiced in Japan. And I'm sure all over the world, you know, Reiki is originally from Japan, which is why we focus on that. But I'm sure all over the world there were other modalities and traditions that were used um, as part of energy healing. And what happened is that this uh, gentleman, Usui, um, Mr. Usui, <laughs> he was a naturally curious person. He loved learning and um, having just that educa education was important to him. Um, when he decided to go ahead and just turn his focus to spirituality, after all the things that he has been able to learn, he wanted to really focus on spirituality. And with that, he went to one of his teachers and mentors and asked them how he could increase his enlightenment. And so the story uh, says uh, briefly, again, this is a history and just like any other history lesson, there are there's some information that we know and a lot of information that we don't know. And this is very briefly how the story goes. He wanted to receive uh, more enlightenment and with that intention and with that purpose, um, he fasted for 21 days and you know just like we how we practice heather and our religion you know when we fast we don't you know just live our day as a normal work day uh weekday where we play sports where we uh do other things but we take that time to meditate 
And we take that time to really find that connection with God, right? Mm -hmm. Because we have an intention with our fast. We're seeking for answers. We're seeking for support. We are looking for something spiritually, uh, specifically. And that comes um, through our fast. So he was seeking the same thing, you know, same practice with that intention of receiving more spiritual enlightenment. And so he wanted to just put in himself apart from the world and, you know, climbed a mountain where he could be alone, have some alone time, um, meditate. And it is there where it is known where he received uh, this enlightenment. Um, and so coming down, you know, once he felt he had received um, what he was looking for in answer to his prayers, he came down that mountain and he noticed that his hands um, were, you know, were getting warm with when he was having that intention in, in his mind of applying and using, um, exercising the spiritual enlightenment that he felt he had received. And, you know, his one of his first and most... Um, like stronger experiences that he had was after he had come down the mountain and he went to his mentor, his teacher, a monk. Um, he put his hands on his teacher's uh, joints and his teacher immediately felt that calming, nurturing warmth from his hands and told him, this is what you need to do. You need to find a way to teach other people to do this. You need to find a way to get this out into the world for others to enjoy. And doing that was so healing, so soothing, so warm, so soft for his teacher um, that that's, that's the path that he took. Um, and so we know that that came to the Western States through Mrs. Takata. He taught this um, practice to Mrs. Takata she brought it over to Hawaii and then it was brought over just to the rest of the world and how that is how you know it just came to all of us <laughs> yeah thank you Michelle for that wonderful explanation um I always find it interesting that a lot of revelation uh personal guidance that people are looking for is found through being alone, being silent and still, mm -hmm. and waiting upon the answer. You know, going mm -hmm. into the mountains seems to be a common theme in the scriptures. That's right. Um, and honestly, it's through Reiki that you can have your own personal mountain experience. <laughs> mm -hmm. I've uh, gotten a lot of personal revelation through my meditation and Reiki sessions. Um, yeah, so I would like to add to that that originally Reiki was just passed down orally and um, luckily we live in a day and age now where um, Reiki masters have written down manuals for us so we do have that as a guide to learn it and um, it is through these Reiki manuals that Michelle and I have learned it and from our Reiki masters. And um, I would like to take a moment just to describe to you, especially if you've never had a Reiki session, what does it look like? What do you actually experience? 
And so if you're coming in to my office, um, every Reiki master does things slightly different, but I'll describe how I do it. You will um, fill out an intake form before you come in, just like going to a doctor's office or anywhere for therapy. And that helps me get to know you and what your struggles are and um, where to focus on what to focus on in our sessions. And so you come and I have a massage table um, and you are fully clothed during a Reiki session. You typically lie on your back um, and you can put a blanket on you. You can have a pillow. You can, you know, we make sure that you're comfortable temperature wise, that you're physically comfortable and feel supported that way and then we like to have it be a very calm relaxing atmosphere and so typically i will have lights dimmed i'll have soft music playing i'll have essential oils that are diffusing so that way we're relaxing all of your senses and reiki uses hand placements. So it is not a massage, but if the person is comfortable with physical touch, then the Reiki practitioner will place their hands on the client's body in a series of hand positions. And this enables us to feel in your body where you're holding on to things, um, emotional things, physical things. Um, we can sense different things that you're holding on to, and we help you to work on those key areas of your body. Now, we can also um, feel the energy around your body, and so sometimes we do not have our hands placed on your body, but we'll be working in the space around you because your energetic body and your you've probably heard of an aura it's the energy around your physical body that is larger than your physical body and so we have to work in that space as well and that's typically where you will hold on to stuck emotions or traumatic events before it even gets stuck in your physical body it goes into the energetic layers first so it's important to work on those layers um, and so a session is typically an hour long and we just work from head to toe and some Reiki masters are more quiet, some are more vocal. Some Reiki practitioners like to include their client in on the session, although it's just as possible for you to just lie there in complete bliss for an hour. So I personally am one of those practitioners that likes to talk and tell my client what I'm finding and what's coming up during the session because I find it helpful to um, include them on visualizations to help them release it. And this is just my personal style that I've developed. Um, and so you, it's important if you don't feel comfortable with one practitioner, you can always go and try another practitioner and find one that you are comfortable with in the style that you like. 
Um, and so now that you know what a session looks like, uh, Michelle, can you help our listeners understand what exactly are we trying to heal? <laughs> yeah, of course. Thank you. So, um, you know, just you talked, you mentioned a little bit about the aura, which is outside of our body. Um, and I, I would like to kind of um, use just a quick analogy of, you know, when, when you get sick physically, um, you feel that in your body. Sometimes you even feel that in your mind um, where you're already having more negative thoughts than usual. And um, I just wanted to, you know, bring up because we'll get into the specific details on, on how everything is connected, you know, probably in another podcast. But um, it heals basically our four levels of our body, which is our spiritual side our mental side so our mind um this can be you know the negative thoughts um also it helps with our physical side and also our emotional so these are the four levels that reiki can give support and again you know we said this in the first episode but you know don't misunderstand the word heal to everything will be fixed. It's a one-time fix. Everything will be gone because that is not, it is just, you know, a, um, a, a, it's a healing modality. That is what it is called. Um, but again, you know, we just always want to clarify, make sure for our new listeners, um, make sure that they don't misunderstand that we are promoting full healing of anything. (laughs) So, you know, all of, those four areas of our bodies are connected and they have different levels within themselves. And so a during a Reiki session, most people do feel uh, and come to a very deep state of relaxation during a Reiki uh, treatment. And because of that, any mental or emotional stress that we are experiencing in that moment, um, we feel that equilibrium come back to our bodies, to ourselves, um, because of the deep state of relaxation that we are in. I mean, I have clients, if not every single one but one, (laughs) and I'm sure if she listens to this podcast, she will know who she is because I always tease her about this, but... Um, every single person that I have done a Reiki session for falls asleep. (laughs) Um, And that is totally normal. I love that. And I love that probably even more so because we are not in the way. We stop getting in the way of the session. We, in that moment where we really are allowing Reiki to do its job, we are not we don't have any expectations. We, um, yeah, so I love that because of that. Yeah, I always feel so honored <laughs> when people allow me to do a session for them because they have to just trust. Mm-hmm. Like they have to be like, here I am, I've showed up, mm-hmm. I know that this is good for me and just 
you know, I welcome it. And so it's like a surrendering that happens during a session. And, um, you know, you can feel it whether, whether people are like cautious and still kind of on guard versus they're just like ready. They are so ready for it. And they just, (laughs) their whole bodies just welcome it. And Mm -hmm. that's my favorite type of person to work on. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. And you know what? That is actually all you need in order to have a Reiki session is to want it and accept it. You don't need to prepare for a Reiki session. You don't need to come already balanced. That's what a Reiki session is for. So sometimes in your emotions, in your thoughts, in your um, your physical um, discomforts, come, mm-hmm. come and allow yourself to have that balance uh, and to bring that back. And I would just love to add that this is probably the reason why I was attracted to Reiki so much versus other therapies because there's so Mm -hmm. many wonderful therapies out there for various people, Mm -hmm. but Reiki is so gentle. Um, Mm -hmm. You don't have, as a client, you don't have to talk and tell the practitioner everything that you need because we are trained to know what you need. (laughs) We can feel it and we... um, help you even if you don't even have the words to explain what's going on with you. Um, A lot of people are like, I don't know what's going on. I just know I need help. And, um, and then I'm like, great, let's, let's figure it out together, you know? Um, And they leave with more clarity and more insight about themselves after a session. So, yeah. Yeah. And not only that, but it also, um, Right, we learn not to, we learn to give our our clients the tools that they need as well. So having a Reiki session um, will also give you the tools of that self-awareness because now without all of that weight that you feel on your shoulders, and that is the one thing everybody has in common. Everybody says, I just feel a weight lifted off of my shoulders Mm. and I just feel so good. And that was exactly how I explain it at first um and um so it gives you it opens you up to that self-awareness of you learning and listening and starting to recognize how your body speaks to you yeah i mean we (laughs) not to get off on a tangent no but (laughs) we live in a day and age where it is very fast paced for Mm -hmm. most of us you know go 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 and we're kind of taught to override our body's needs, to ignore them, to um, not listen. And it's in this moment of stillness when you can once again be like, okay, body, I'm listening. Mm -hmm. Like, I love you, I respect you, I wanna hear what you have to tell me. And it's a very, it's learning how to honor yourself fully again, not just what the thoughts are in your mind, but your body is an intelligence and it, and it can teach yep. you a lot if you stop and listen to it. Yep. So that's why when you get a quick cut on your finger, you, it heals itself. Yeah. Right. Because it has all the tools. Heavenly Father has given us the tools that we need to always go back to him. Um, mm-hmm. And. 
And so, you know, Reiki does encourage to let go of negative emotions uh, during a Reiki sessions. And if you've had a Reiki session with us, you might hear us mention this as um, a release. And what we mean by that is allowing yourself to let go of a false beliefs, um, letting go of resentments, letting go of maybe anger, disappointments, um, just to name a few. Um, and that, as you know, how we have said, it actually has, it brings energy to our body. And so when all of that is released and let go um, through a Reiki session, that's why we feel lighter. And yeah. we recognize that immediately. Um, also, you know, um, the way when you when you have these releases, you know, during a Reiki session, um, you know, one of the ways that we do support the body in this is we don't like to leave, you know, that empty space within our body, that energy that has been that has left, you know. Um, we like to replace that with positive affirmations, words of encouragement, um, peace, tools, um, anything that will help you maintain that balance after you leave a Reiki session so that you can not just have it in that hour that you are with us, but also take that home and also put some things into practice to keep that, you know, within, within yourself. Um, so because we people do get in that deep state of relaxation um, and they even fall asleep during the session, um, you're also able to release tension and stress that you've been carrying from um, everyday life, um, just like you said. And it helps um, support how you speak to your body and it helps you kind of have some control and take back that control as to how your body will um, deal with certain situations. So, you know, in other words, I, I really wanted to mention that um, Reiki can truly do no, um, no harm. Um, no unclean, no low vibrational energy can travel through Reiki energy. It's purely non-judgmental and it opens up the door um, for self-love, uh, self-acceptance, and it encourages us um, to have more spiritual development because we will feel God's love through that. I love that description. Um, thank you. I can say that one of the biggest things that Reiki helped me with um, when I first started using it was decreasing my anxiety. I started using it after my third child when I had very high anxiety and um, it brought a lot of calm, a lot of peace of mind. And so, yes, we um, definitely, if you're one of those people like me out there that struggles with anxiety, it will definitely help you in that area. And just like any um, like chiropractor or doctor or therapist that you go to, um, like Michelle was saying, there's no like promises. Um, everybody's experience is unique and different. Sometimes something can be released in one session. Sometimes it takes seven sessions. You know, there's no way to know because it's an individual journey, but 
the um, idea is that as you do release things on an emotional level, then your physical body can begin to restore itself to a healthier state. Um, so yeah, if you have more questions about that, let us know. Um, but we would like to answer one more question that we received. And that was concerning the meditation that I did in the first episode. And they were wondering, our listener was wondering if Reiki is just a meditation only, um, which, you know, now that we've described the process, now that you know there is a physical process involved in it, it's not just all done in your mind. Um, but meditation is a big part of this style of Reiki that I choose to use. And that is because it allows your brain to work on um, work through things that are on your subconscious level. And so we're not just vocally working on what you can consciously feel, but also all of those things that you're holding on to that you're not even aware of on a day-to-day basis. And so when I do my meditations, I'm a very visual person. And so I like to talk you through visualizations is what I call them. And um, I feel like that helps me with the releasing process that Michelle described. And so in that last meditation I did, I was having you picture colors, like a color of light enter in through your head. And that's because even though Reiki is a non on the non-visible spectrum, I think picturing a light allows us to give the Reiki energy a physical, um, tangible um, way of, of accepting it into our body rather than picturing nothing and just trusting it's there. Um, I like to picture colors and also, I mean, colors are symbolic, right? We use colors all the time to evoke emotions. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm choosing a white light, that is symbolic of a pure light. It's symbolic of a heavenly source and so that is why I chose that in the last mm-hmm. meditation but I'll, I'll choose colors of different kinds depending on the purpose that I'm using them for in the visualizations yeah and you know I would like to mention that Reiki is not the only um, modality that uses colors uh, as part of a support have you heard of color therapy go ahead and look into that yourself um, color therapy is amazing from eating the colors of foods, you know, to help support your individual need. Um, if you watch the movie, um, what is, Inside Out. Yeah. <laughs> Inside Out, you know, colors are also used for that representation. Anger, you know, red is that strong, fiery color. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it is, it, it, it is, I love it. So, yeah, thanks for explaining that. Mm-hmm. Um, and... So having answered all of these questions so far, I would actually love to leave you guys with another just quick three minute meditation as that was another request and feedback from the first episode. 
And so if you'd like to join me, if you're not able to sit down and close your eyes, that's totally fine. You're still um, able to listen to my voice and you can picture things in your mind if you like while you're going about your business. All right, now I would like to invite you to join me for today's meditation. And we will begin this by slowing down our breath, which invites our whole body to slow down and just pause for a few minutes in our day to check in with ourselves and to see if there's anything that our body would like to communicate with us. And so as you slow down your breath by breathing in and out slowly and deliberately, we relax our nervous system and we can begin to feel any subtleties anything that your body is sensing stress somewhere tension somewhere possibly it's giving your mind a chance to catch up with you and to give you a little hint and so i want you to take a moment and to just say I am open to receiving messages from my body. And as you verbally give that consent, I want you to just feel and to not second guess feelings that might come up, trying to tell you, hey, I need you to deal with me today or thoughts that you might have and I want you to validate any thoughts or feelings that come up so you're going to do that by saying I hear you I feel you I'm listening you are important to me and I love you. And I want you to feel and listen to those thoughts and feelings without judgment. So we only respond to them in kind and gentle ways. And as you learn to pause and to feel and to be gentle in your response to those, then it's actually easier to let go and receive goodness in their place. So now that you've paused for a moment, give your body gratitude for talking to you. And we give that gratitude and we promise our bodies that we will take more time to listen to them. And whatever you're feeling, 
note in your mind if you need more time to work on them how you're going to do it and when you're going to do it make that promise to yourself right now and then take a deep breath and exhale everything that you felt and inhale the promise and the hope that you made to yourself and fill yourself with that gentle kindness and that's all it takes is just a three minute pause anytime during your day to stop and listen and to be kind to yourself so thank you for joining us in that meditation and I hope you continue to practice and use that. Thanks again for joining us today. We love your company and we hope you do too. Our intent is always to help strengthen your faith as we share our personal journey with Reiki. We would love to hear from you and answer any questions you have. We promise we will do our best to address them with the experience that we have. You can contact us by clicking on the link in the description of the podcast, or you can simply leave us a review. Join us next time as we discuss what is Reiki. Sending you love and light.